hear that? That's the sound of the Broncos trotting to the loser's table. Gooby and I told you. Show us your TDs. Week 5. Here we come. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Show Us Your TDs. Unfortunately, I have some sad news for you. We have a Broncos fan with us this evening. <laughs> Let's not dwell on the fact that he loves his Broncos as much as I love tacos. But you know what? Let's welcome back our horse-loving fan, Kevin. How you doing, buddy? I'm good, guys. How you guys doing? <laughs> I'm all right. I'm all right. And I'm also here with my co-host, Melky. I feel good. Of course you And do. I knew that I would. It's good to be back, guys. Uh, welcome, Kevin, uh, for uh, taking this dysfunctional journey with us. Hopefully, uh, you'll enjoy yourself, and we'll try to be a l- nice to you today. Maybe. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> But speaking of nice, let's dive in, boys. Let's not waste any time. It's time for fantasy. Can't hear it. Oh, well. <laughs> boys, fantasy time. Kevin, since you're the guest, why don't you tell everyone how you did this week in your fantasy pool? Ooh, I didn't do well. I suffered my first loss. I'm still in first place, but uh, all the basically everyone besides um, Eckler kind of shit the bed. I had Cooper Cup, he only got me eight points. He's he, he wasn't gonna get as much as um, what he has been getting because those have been like historic numbers. But the guy that let me down the most was actually Tom Brady. He only got eleven points in his uh, return to uh, Foxborough. But uh, it is what it is. I'm three and one, still first place, so I'm okay. What's uh, what's the name of your league? Uh, we're just the Pack Highway Traffic League. Okay, all right. And how long have you been in this one for? Uh, I just started with a group of guys from work. Um, we just started this year, so first time. Yeah, and you, you said you're – are you still in first? With suffering yeah. your first loss? Yeah. I suffered first loss, still in first, though. So. Hey, 3-1, and one, can't complain with that. No, you no. can't. Neither one of us can say we're 3-1 and one because your milkman here. Beat up on the Goobster last week. Yes, he did. In fine form, too. Um, I'm not going to go with the score here because uh, it's irrelevant at this point. The fact is I won. Gooby was holding on for dear life on the Monday Nighter because my team took their sweet-ass time to actually get the job done. Like Eckler, Herbert, Waller, and Carlson, man... It felt like an eternity, but when once um, was it Waller? It was the third quarter, bro. It was the third, yeah, the third <laughs> quarter. What was it, Waller or whomever it was, or maybe it was Herbert with a couple of yards, uh, sealed uh, sealed his fate. Yeah. Uh, we're I'm gonna go with some milky praise here. Let the good times roll, Robert Woods. Even though it doesn't matter anymore because I sent your ass adrift to uh, Allen's team. Uh, got me a nice ten point eight points. Darren Waller, welcome to the show. 11 points. Stefan Diggs getting 114 yards. Give me a nice whopping 11.4 points. Antonio Gibson, way to stay hot, 13 points. Austin Eckler, arguably the star of the show, 26.5 points. He was a wrecking machine. And, of course, Justin Herbert, possibly top five quarterback this year in the league. And he, hey. It could happen. 29.5 points to seal Gooby's fate. Ha, I've beaten you three times in a row now. What the fuck? I thought you were good. I am good. I mean, I'm still technically the champ from last year, so that's all that matters in the end. The champ that's struggling. You lost two straight. That's okay. Struggles happen. I was 0-3 last last year and still won. You were not 0-3. You were I like did start. I, no, I started 0-3. Oh, you didn't. I'm pretty sure it's I did. My, it, it, pretty sure it's my league, and you were like one and two. You started zero and two, actually, and then did you I start zero and two? Maybe. Yeah. Uh, I I thought I was zero and three. Anyways, that that that's last year's. Let's talk this year's. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, 
Derrick Henry, he he did well for me, twenty three point seven points. Like I can't complain with that. Um, Daryl Henderson coming back from injury, eleven point six points. Can't complain with that. Matthew Stafford, he he did he did well, but he wasn't his usual self from this year. Uh, twenty seven point uh, one point. Justin Jefferson finally came with fourteen point four points. Uh, Devontae pre- Smith. Did he pre-come or? Uh, he yeah, came. he, he was, came, eh? That's great, <laughs> he came, he came. Uh, Devontae Smith, 12.2 <laughs> points. What? He finally came. He came. Like, he finally showed like, up. He sound, that's like a Booger McFarlane thing to say. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. Uh, what did I say? Devontae Smith, 12.2 points. You know, I thought, so... I didn't think that Daryl Henderson was actually going to play a lot of snaps, so I was debating on whether or not playing him. Um, so I had him in my flex spot, and I had uh, Naheem Hines in my second running back spot, putting up a whopping negative .9 points. Okay. I, and, Kevin, I want your opinion on this. You obviously follow the reports, right, Gooby? Yeah. I knew I I know they said that he was expected to play. Okay, so expected. So Kev, when you hear the word expected, what is the p- probability of the player playing usually? Mm, like he'll play but like limited snap count. Okay. But like, wouldn't maybe. you rather Sorry? So I like I don't know, maybe like 10 10 reps or something like that, but if you had someone on your bench that had no and you're and the, he was ready to go, I would take that over the one says, Oh, he he's expected to play. I'd worry about that. Okay. I, See, I, got I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't see it was Nakeem Himes. And if you followed the report, it actually said Henderson looked great. He was ready to go. Unless there was some sort of setback. He was playing. It was pretty much a firm, like confirmed. He was playing. You still, you would have, you would have benefited of starting him and getting zero points instead of negative points and putting in Galladay, who got you 11 points as your flex. Okay, so... That, that, and that's my point. So, so he had, I got, I got he had Galladay on the bench. I had Galladay on the bench coming back from injury, though. And he Playing plays, and he plays for the Giants. Like, yeah, but dude, Daniel Jones can throw it. He just needs confidence. Hines had a great, great game two weeks ago, and I, I thought it was a better option. Who's the lead back in uh, Indianapolis? Jonathan is Taylor. It, Thank is you. it Taylor? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, no. What they also they also showcased um, uh, Marlon Mack too. Marlon Mack has barely seen the field. He's uh, he actually field last week. Yeah, he did, but that's because they're showcasing him for trade options. Yeah. Hines fumbled the ball early, and he didn't see any action really after that. My that's point true. is, you would have been better off getting the the donut from Henderson if you weren't sure, and then putting in Nakeem Hines. But the thing that, is, you can't you can't speculate on Naheem, Naheem Himes getting negative points. I would rather have Henderson and Galladay in over Hines and Henderson. Well, teach their own. That being said, not that being said, not the worst roster move decision I've heard in your league. No, it's not. But it cost him. It cost him the victory. Kev, is is the worst roster move? <laughs> uh, Patrick Mahomes being sat. <laughs> In yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I told you I'm gonna bring that shit up every podcast. Ne- oh, I, 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 I put go. it on a platter for you, bud. Yeah. <laughs> you're never gonna let it go. Oh man, that's but anyways, just funny. you lost again. Ha! You and I are tied. I mean, you have more points than me, but I'm coming for you. All right. All right. Well, you want to talk about losses? Well, actually, let's, uh, Kev, um, what do you got this week uh, in terms of your uh, matchup? How are you looking? I was gonna uh, I'm, I'm projected to lose by four points. The guy I'm playing has Cooper, Lamb, and Elliott. So if I can get past that, I think I'm fine because he doesn't have anything else. He has Rodgers as QB, and then he has Fournette, Knox, and Parker. So I can get by that. So far in my starting lineup, I have, I'm sitting Brady. I have Stafford, Diggs, Cup. Julio Jones, Eckler, Edmonds, Fant, no Fant, Jamal Williams, Carlson is my kicker, and then Denver D. So we'll see what happens with the injuries. Um, 
Edmonds and Williams showed up on the injury report today is questionable, but that could just be anything. But um, like I said, if I can get past uh, the Dallas game against the Giants, um, I think I'll be fine. Oh, he has DeAndre Hopkins too. What's uh, Julio's status? Julio's status is still questionable. He has a better chance of playing than A.G. Brown, but I'm still that's the one I'm still monitoring right now. Um, he says Jones hopes to heal up for the for, from the hamstring injury that sidelined him last week and hopes to return this week against uh, the Jacks, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay, no, not too bad. Not bad. Not bad. Gooby, how you looking? Uh, I got Adam. So <laughs> I'm kick his I'm ass. Ho- I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I'm hoping to you know do a little redemption for you here. Uh, I'm predicted 126 to 108 at the moment. Um, everybody seems healthy except for AJ Brown on my roster. Uh, other and obviously Christian McCaffrey. Um, AJ Brown is questionable, but right as it stands right now, he's predicted at 11 points. Uh, I would I, look into that, man. I would. No, I'll, I'm probably gonna start Rugs or Galladay. Uh, I, uh, who is Oakland playing this week? Uh, uh, Oakland is playing Chicago. Chicago. I would take I take Rugs over uh, Galladay right now because, as much as I hate to say it, uh, Dallas defense is playing better than last year. But then again, anything from last year is better. But um, uh, yeah, you had bad. to get you had to get that in. I, uh, and they're not number one. It's not not gonna I, I, I think <laughs> number one takeaways, and that's about it. Uh big big matchup right here is Stafford versus Kyler Murray. Uh Jefferson versus Thielen, Devontae Smith versus Boyd, Henry versus Zach Moss, which is a no-brainer on that one. Henderson versus Fournette, and then uh Andrews versus Kittle. So it's looking good. I, 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 I'm keeping the Dallas defense right now. They're, they're doing lights out right now. So I, I can't complain with that. Where's the game? Is it in Dallas or is that in, New York? It's in big D. It's, it's in, in Dallas. D, okay. Yeah. Mo, what are you looking at? I got our uh, favorite uh, skinny bastard, AKA sexy spaghetti, AKA Allen, AKA morning chub. Uh, pro- Any other AKAs? Oh, I could go on forever, but we're not. <laughs> we don't have enough time. AKA teach me how to Dougie. <laughs> <laughs> he does Dougie well. Um, yeah, the projection here is pretty close. Um, 116 for him and 112 for me. That's Herbert versus Rogers. Although that might change. I might be leaning towards putting Cousins in against the Lions. But that could be a trap, too. I don't know. But uh, it remains to be seen. Diggs versus Tyreek Hill. Uh, Jamar Chase, my new favorite rook, versus Keenan Allen. Eckler versus Chubb. Gibson versus Nakeem uh, Najee Harris, sorry. Waller versus Higby. AJ Green, who I just picked up because he's been uh, real hot against uh, the backup to your um, Panthers, to McCaffrey, Mr. Hubbard. Uh, Carlson versus. Canadian. Yeah, Canadian. <laughs> he is. Canadian. Carolina defense against Arizona's defense. So I think it's going to be very, very close, like tight, like a Toyga. Uh, anything that happened, um, Allen needs the win because he's one in three. I want to keep my momentum momentum up because I'm two and two. So we'll see, man. Uh, I think it's going to come down to the uh, to the wire, just like uh, our matchup last week. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you got a good chance. I think you got a good chance. I uh, actually, I just want to kind of piggyback off of your quarterback swap. I might swap my quarterback. Probably not, but I mean, I picked up Sam Darnold and he's playing Philly. So you're gonna sit yet. Stafford for Darnold? Yo, man, Darnold's been putting up points and he's been putting up rushing TDs. Mm, oh, so you, okay. yeah, you just you just made that move too. I picked him up earlier, and then I dropped him for a running back. <laughs> yeah, I dropped for us. I was like, yeah. Do you have a do you have a do you have a two QB league? I wouldn't. No, we have one QB league, but I keep one on the bench. Yeah, I got I got one stored away too, just for bye week. Yeah, no, 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 no. So do I. I swap between Brady and Stafford, but yeah. in terms of Darnold over Stafford, I'm not starting Sam Darnold over Matthew Stafford. That's for sure. 
if I did it last week, I would have won. <laughs> nah, I think you were doomed no matter what because you started Nakeem Hines. Oh, no, no uh, Darnold put up forty, so I would have I would have beat you by at least ten. Anyways, mm-hmm. anyway, you lost. Sour speaking grapes. Of, Sour speaking grapes. of Carolina, <laughs> speaking of Carolina, uh, let's get into some NFL news. And uh, Zeke run through Carolina, and so does Dak. So does our defense. What do you think, Melky? What do you think about this uh, this game? Hey, Kev. How about them Cowboys? It was a fantastic win. It was a message sent to the league. Uh, number one defense shut down by our offense. They couldn't handle us. Zeke looked like the old Zeke from three years ago. Uh, Dak is on another world right now. He's probably playing his best football he's ever played. Uh, Zeke's number is 143 rushing yards and a rushing TD. That sounds like the old Zeke to me. Yeah. Yeah, one game. That's great. <laughs> Zeke's well, yeah, if you think sending a message is beating a team without the best running back, then that's great, man. Yeah, but McCaffrey doesn't play defense, just letting you know. Yeah, I was going to say, McCaffrey is one part of that whole entire they, team. It's mainly their defense that's putting up the uh, the games for them. I wouldn't say that was a statement game. I would probably say you winning against the Chargers on the road, more of a statement game, if anything, because that was like... Carolina is not a really good team, if you think about it. Yeah, they have a decent defense, but they, that runs through McCaffrey. If McCaffrey's not playing oh, or he's sure. not going, he, they're not going to win. They're not going to win games. And even your even your win against the Chargers week two, like it seems like the Chargers found their stride after that game. So it would be interesting if you guys had a rematch, what would happen? Mm. Well, that's because the Chargers stopped taking stupid penalties. How many penalties did they take in that game that cost yeah. them? They did. They did. Yeah, that's true. I want to give kudos to Dak Prescott, though, because, like, he spread that ball out. Like, if you look at the receptions of all the receivers, none of them got 100 yards, but four of them got touchdowns. Like, they're spreading that ball out. You don't know who's going to get it right now, and it's just looking good. Yeah, it looks great right now. I'm not complaining, and hopefully we keep the momentum up against the G-Men this weekend. Yeah, yeah. But you know um, who didn't get 100 yards? Teddy Bridgewater. Because <laughs> he was concussed in his game as they lost 23-7 to to the Baltimore Ravens. Took a big hit in the first half and did not return. So, Kev, this is for you. Are you worried about your Broncos moving forward? No. Well, if Teddy's not in, then, yeah, I'd be more worried if I had to watch Drew Locke play. But... Uh... <laughs> Uh, I think, you know what, like at the start of the season, like I didn't peg them as a playoff team. I said they'd be lucky if they got in as a wild card, but I didn't really have high hopes this season um, to go all three to go three. and oh, yeah, granted, their opponents weren't that good. That was a good start. They got they got hit in the mouth um, against the Ravens. They didn't show up and hopefully they just take that as a as a wake up call and start just play just start playing better really because that I, I didn't I was at work so I didn't really see the game but I watched the highlights after and then there was only really one play where Williams or a rookie running back he had that run where basically he had the entire um Ravens defense on his back and he was still chugging along but outside of that where 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 was Denver they didn't show up so and then the thing that pissed me off was uh Vic Mangio pissed off about uh the Ravens running the play to get that uh, record like for consecutive 100 yard games or whatever. He's all he's he's pissing and moaning. I'm like, you know how you stop that? Show up and yeah, yeah, that, absolutely. You know what? Like, I don't know. You, take the you loss, think- but, but uh, I said take the loss as it is. Is you got hit in the mouth, but don't uh, don't point fingers when a, a team's trying to get something. Just that's that's all on you. You think if uh, if tap water doesn't play for X amount of games that you guys try to go for Deshaun Watson? No, I doubt it. Um, if we would have pulled the trigger, we would have done it already. I, I, I can't see us giving up what Houston wants for, for Watson. Yeah. Yeah. Plus they don't, they're, they're, they're not taking conditions, right? Like I would, if I was any team trying to pick up Deshaun Watson, I'd be like, yeah, if he gets charged and we can't play him, 
we get everything back kind of thing or something like that, right? So Yeah, without getting too into it, I don't think anything's going to come out of this. It's just going to be a he said, she said. And as long as there's... Yeah, as long as there's a certainty on his future, then I'd probably go for it. But now that you're four games in, I'd just wait till the off season when there's more clarity to, to make yeah. a move like that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But speaking of clarity, you know what? I want to talk about the four and O cards. The, guy, the, the team that you and Melk sat on and that team? We did. Yeah. We okay, did. All right, we can we can talk about that team. <laughs> <laughs> so four no car, uh, Arizona Cardinals, they're just they're running a muck of the NFL right now. Uh, Melky, what are your thoughts on this? Did not see this coming. Did not. Uh, Kyler Murray, probably the MVP right now. Actually, he is the MVP right now, hands down. Uh, I didn't expect their defense to be this hot either. Uh, Stafford couldn't get anything done. Uh, how many picks did he throw on uh, on Sunday? Uh, there was a inter int show for uh, for the cards. Everybody's on, clicking on all cylinders. Like he even got AJ Green, who disappeared for three years. He's rejuvenated. He only throw, sorry, sorry, to cut you off, but Stafford only threw one interception. Isn't there two? No, or that was that one. They one. Needed? It was just one. Well, it looked like he was throwing them all over the place because <laughs> was, okay. he was hot garbage. Uh, yeah, no, the cards are just all world right now. Number one team in the league, the only team undefeated. Yeah. Right now, they look like they can't be stopped. Another big test this weekend, but right now, man, everything is coming up Arizona. Yeah. Kev? Uh, unlike you guys, I saw this coming. Um, how they didn't make the playoffs last year just feel them even more. And then on the defensive side, you get J.J. Watt. Yes, he can't stay healthy, but now he's not the, the go-to guy, and he can he's getting single coverages, right? So, And then the offense side of the ball, uh, the only thing that pisses me off more about – the only thing that, that pisses me off about the Cardinals' offense is when they get to the goal line, I have Chase Edmonds, but they always put in uh, Connor. <laughs> yeah. That drives me nuts. But outside of that, they got DeAndre, who – He's having a good good season so far, and then you have uh, Kirk and uh, what's his name, Ronald or Rondell. Yeah, uh, and then AJ Brown had a big game. So now you have like four receivers. You got your stud um, wideout one in Hawkins, and then you got three other receivers that could be a two depending on who's who's not being covered, right? So it's a dangerous. Attack. And then you have Kyler Murray that if they if they don't he doesn't see an option right away. He can extend the play with his feet. Yeah, he's got legs. Yeah. He just has so much confidence right now, too. He, he, yeah, he looks too. like he can just make any play possible. It doesn't matter if he's getting um, if he's getting trapped or if he's getting uh, zoned or blitzed. He's just going to make something happen out of nothing. And yeah, Kyler Murray, little Kyler Murray. Uh, yeah, he's the best right now. So, yep. I got I a question for you guys, though. Are they good enough to win the Super Bowl this year? No, I still no. Uh, I still like my Rams pick. I I think they're going to use that, and I I'll predict that they go into Arizona and win that game with the Rams. So Arizona yeah. wins the division. No, 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 no. I say Rams win the win the division. And the okay. Rams for me are the Super Bowl winners. I think um, Carol or not Carolina. Sorry, Arizona. They're going to get a wild card, and. They're gonna they're gonna do some damage in the playoffs, but if they meet the Rams in the divisional or uh, in the in the finals, the Rams are going all the way. I think. Who's uh, who's meeting the Rams in the Super Bowl? Yeah, the AFC is shit. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I, I can't look at a team where I'm like, yeah, definitely. Like you can probably say the Bills right now; they're playing the best, but we'll see. Um, you would say. Before, for the season, KC, but KC's defense is trash. Yeah, and uh, like, what's the what's the what's the old saying? Defense wins championships. They don't even have a defense right now, right? So I'd be worried about that. I don't know how much um, Patrick Mahomes can can do, but they need to get some some players on defense. You can say before the season, Tennessee, but they're they're garbage. They're, they're good. Yeah, they're looking they're, like trash. You talk about uh, defense. I think they're they're just as shit on defense. Oh no, if if not worse. I was saying like before the season, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but 
Tennessee will win that division because look at the other three teams in that division. You know, there's yeah. there's no other team going out of that besides Tennessee, but they're going to get smacked by any by any wild card team. The only team I can see with the Bills right now, honestly, is the Ravens. Um, they lost in that thriller Monday night in Week One, and then they just they've kept rolling ever since. And they had that ridiculous win against KC. I think it's either going to be Bills or um, Bills or Baltimore, Bills or Ravens. I agree. Well, I already picked. Uh, it's going to be Bills and uh, Rams, uh, Rams Super Bowl, and the Rams are going to win. Rams uh, for the win. City of Angels. I, I, I switched right because I, I was like Bills all the way, and the Rams are just looking way too good to to pass up on that Super Bowl win. Well, who is the Rams or sorry, who are the Ravens' latest victim? Uh, correct me again, or bring bring it back he, to my memory. We went over this. Yeah, it's Denver. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just making sure. <laughs> well, we were talking about shit, so let's bring shit back up again. Uh-huh. Both New both New York teams winning last weekend, both in OT, which is actually crazy too. Guys, is the sky falling? <laughs> I don't even know, man. Like, I think the sky's falling if it's if we're talking about the Jets. <laughs> but for the Giants, like they've been in games. Um, and Saquon Barkley seems to be finding his stride again. So I would say it was the only thing that surprised me about the Giants is that they won in New Orleans, and that was New Orleans' first game back in uh, in New Orleans in the Superdome. Other than that, like they're going to get a couple wins this year. But the Jets, I couldn't believe that they beat Tennessee like that. And yes, granted they didn't have Julio or AJ Brown, but it's the Jets. Yeah. I I agree. Like it, it's just it's it's ridiculous. Like the way Tennessee is playing right now, and mm-hmm. you, like like you said with the Julio and AJ Brown, but still like you guys are t- technically supposed to be a top team, and you guys can't get it done. Like it's it's pathetic when you're losing against the Jets. Any team losing against the Jets, I I would pick Detroit over to the Jets. Unfortunately, but I wouldn't bother watching that game. I don't think that would be televised <laughs> ever. You know what, though? It's probably like a Thursday night primetime game. Somewhere. <laughs> I'm busy that uh, Thursday. Remind me, guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Well, you know what? Jets and not Jets. Let's talk about someone who's really good. The Brady returns to New England. I watched it. I'm sure 23 million other people watched it because yeah. it broke a record. Uh, that's crazy to me. Uh, Brady returns, picks up a W. Not in fine form, though. Uh, Melky, what do you think? I think the the emotions got the best of him. I think as much as you can hide it, and you know they do a lot of the professionals do a good job of hiding their feelings. You could tell. It hit him very hard. This is a place he called home for, what, 20 seasons or something Mm -hmm. like that. And just to go through the tunnel as the visiting, as a visitor, you know, just sparks all type of emotions and the whole Belichick story. And he said he said this and what and Brady said that just all of it, like coming and hitting you right in the face. I think that got to him and not having Gronk too. Obviously, you could see like not having that red zone specialist, but yeah, you could tell it got to him. And, Matt, and kudos to Mac Jones. Mac Jones rose to the occasion and put up a good fight. It was very close. Uh, the game was boring as hell. Not gonna lie, I, I zoned in and out. But you know, kudos to Brady. Kudos to Tampa. It's um, this is off his back now. He can focus on being Brady yeah. and get them to the Super Bowl. I I want to kind of piggyback off your Mac Jones. Um, and you guys can probably beg to differ if I'm wrong, but Mac Jones actually played a better game than Tom Brady. If you're looking at stats, uh, Brady put up 22 for 43, 269, zero touchdowns. Uh, Mac Jones put up 31 of 40 for 275 and two touchdowns, one INT. Like his quarterback rating is 101 on, in the game, and Tom Brady was 70. So, like, it's, I don't know. I, it's, it was a tough game. Um, I know uh, at the end of the game, uh, Bill Belichick and Tom Brady went into a room 
beside each other and like kind of put everything aside and just said, you know what, like I I'm assuming that's what happened, but who knows? Yeah, it, was for, it was for 20 minutes. Yeah, apparently he went yeah. into the locker room. No, yeah, what do you think of the game? Well, I was just gonna even second to what you said. That that game, like, yeah, Brady came back and he won the game. He didn't throw a touchdown. Nope. Mac Jones, Mac Jones to me showed a lot. Um, he comes in in the first quarter, he throws that interception, but then outside of that, he throws two touchdowns. He does 19 straight completions, which ties Brady's rookie record. And he showed a lot of grit. And even though the Patriots lost that game, if I was a Pats fan, which I'm not, but if I was, I would be like, you know what? This kid's going to be all right. And then in terms of the other side, of the other side, like Brady, Belichick threw his entire defensive playbook at him. And it showed he had a lot of overthrown balls. Like, granted, it was raining. The weather was not good. But he had a lot of overthrown balls. He, had, he threw a lot of balls into double coverage and triple coverage. That wasn't Brady's best game. He, he's probably going to bounce back against Miami. But if I were to take anything away from that game, it's the fact that Mac Jones, for me, Mac Jones showed a lot more than what, than what Brady did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, well said. Mac Jones was there's a reason they cut Cam uh, Newton. Well, I mean, there's a few reasons, but yeah, there's a reason they saw <laughs> they saw that um, what this kid can do. And he's uh, he's looked OK. Like he, you're going to have ups and downs as a rookie and especially um, being in the Belichick system. But he he's off to a great start. Yeah, I think Jones is in the best scenario for all the rookie quarterbacks, to be honest, oh, especially absolutely. with. Especially with the Urban Meyer stuff that's coming out, like that team does not even <laughs> trust that coach, right? So, um, if I if I was Trevor Lawrence, I'd just be like, Ugh. but Mac Jones for me has the best uh, has the best scenario. Yeah, hold on, let's let, let's uh, talk about the Urban Meyer situation for a sec. Okay, how dumb do you have to be <laughs> to, to go to your own bar? This is your own bar that you own, and think you're not going to get caught. With your hand on some like floozy's ass. Yep. <laughs> when we live in a world where everyone has their phones on and everybody takes pictures and video and not and think you're gonna get away with it. And yeah. on top of that, use your grandchildren as an excuse to watch. To not your fly ass. back with the team. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are you thinking, bud? Like, are you are you insane? Are you? I mean, I think he actually wants to go back to the college, uh, to the college game. Like, oh, I think so. He was wearing, uh, he was wearing Ohio State. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, he doesn't want to be there, but, bro, like, use your fucking head, like, Gooby, Gooby. What do you think of the story? I just, I, I think it's ridiculous. I, 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 like, like you said, going to your own bar. Like, everybody knows who you are there. I mean, I, at least 80% of the people there. So, like, I'm sure people were taking, oh, look at. And to do that, it's just it's ridiculous. And you, at this point, I feel like he's just trying to look for a way out. That That's a good point, actually. Yeah. But, like, if you want to do that, if you want out, just do it like a man. Just be like, I don't want to do this. I quit. Like, I'm going to go back instead of, like, trying to find an excuse for the ownership to fire you. Yeah. Like, Go up to the owners and be like, listen, I'd rather go back to college well, for whatever reason. If that's if that's what you're thinking, don't find a reason. Don't find a reason for someone else to fire you for the decision that you want to make. Just make that decision yourself. Yeah. Well, you know why he's not going to do that? Because if he asks to be released, he doesn't get all the money that no. he signed yeah. for. Fair yeah. enough. He, he signed for a nice whopping five-year contract. I don't know how much it's worth, but it's worth a lot. So, yeah, he'd be stupid to ask for his release. <laughs> Let's go to uh, one Q, uh, one rookie QB to another. Justin Fields gets his first win against the Lonely Lions. 24-14 victory. Um, not the greatest stats. 209 passing yards and INT and nine rushing yards. Yeah. Guys, what grade are we giving Fields on his first victory? You, you know, you I, want, I, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say a grade. Uh, I'm just going to give it. No, I'm going to give it like a B plus. It's, it's nothing spectacular. It's the Lions. We all know how bad the Lions are this year. So, I, yeah, it's a B plus for me. Would you say it was 209 yards and zero touchdowns, one interception. 
nothing special. And you can you can argue that you can say if it wasn't for David Montgomery with his two rushing touchdowns before he was injured, who knows what it had like that was if that didn't happen. I, I agree. I I'm not I'm not really impressed with Fields right now. Then again, it's, he's a rookie quarterback. Like I didn't understand the hype of all the rookie QBs. Like sling like everyone saying they're gonna sling it, they're gonna do this, they're gonna do that. Like you know how much of a transition is from college to the NFL? It's like it's incredible. So I'm not I'm not impressed with it, but uh, he does have to deal with Matt Nagy though, which is not good. No, it's not good. So Matt Nagy, uh, Mister, uh, I'm the reason this uh, taking all the credit for his win. Like, shut up, you goof. I, I think, he takes I all think, the credit, but he doesn't take any of the blame. Never. I think we uh, I think we harassed Nagy on our last podcast with Jesse. <laughs> well, we were saying if he didn't win uh, the last week, he was probably getting the axe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he should still get the axe. He's not an NFL caliber coach. The GM should join him because they made some stupid moves, and you pass up on Mahomes and uh, Watson and yeah, you go for Trubisky. Yeah, <laughs> and he's not even with the team anymore. No, the he fact was- that the fact that he Nagy and Trubisky got into a wild card game showed how good that defense was. <laughs> you know yeah. What I mean? The defense, mean, is st- defense is still good. I mean, they've always predicated their game to defense, right? Yeah. But it it's a mess. I, I think Fields Field has the potential to be a really good quarterback. And I just oh, yeah, he does. He does. I just he don't does. think under their tutelage he's going to get – he's going to maximize his potential. I think they're they're both way over their head, and it's time to go. I think uh, I think for Fields, he was the. I feel like he was one of the most underrated quarterbacks in the draft this year. Uh, I don't underrated or overrated. Underrated. Underrated. Okay. Like I know there's a, there's a lot of talk with what the five QBs that went, but like out of the five, I'm sh- he was like the the last one of the bunch. Go. Was Max he the Jones was the last one. Max okay, Jones sorry. Was the last one. So, yeah, but I still feel like, you know, they're like, oh, we're just going to pick him up and see how he does. But I think I think he has potential. He just needs to be in the right situation. Um, and I don't think it's going to be in Chicago. I, I think it can't could be in Chicago. I think it can be, but it not a, he's not in Chicago with Mac Nagy, if Nagy's still the guy. Yeah. Okay. No, he's he's going to he's going to burn very quickly if, he, if Nagy stays. But. Hey, guys, let's uh, keep the QB talk going. A little um, segment called Are You Elite? So I'm taking QBs that are on the fringe of possibly being there. And we're going to see and we're going to agree to disagree if they are. So let's start with a no brainer. I think we're all going to agree. Kyler Murray. Yay or nay? Yay. Uh, Yay. Yay. I, I can give you numbers if you really want. No, oh, I got no, his, we know the I numbers. Got his total. You I got his total numbers, numbers here too. Yeah, Gooby, t- just tell 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 everyone this. We got seventy six percent completion rating, uh, twelve hundred and seventy three yards passing, nine touchdowns, four interceptions. But the biggest one, uh, I think, for some of the elite quarterbacks in this century is the rushing yards: one hundred and nine rushing yards, three touchdowns. Uh, yeah, no brainer. Easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that one's an easy one. Okay, next. Baker Mayfield. Hell no. Yeah, I, he's no. He's he's a run-of-the-mill quarterback that can play well in the right system, but he's not elite. Average at best. Uh, he's fortunate. Yeah. He's got the two-headed monsters in, um, in Chubb and Hunt. Like his numbers this season, um, 935 passing yards, only two passing TDs, two INTs. He's rushed for 59 yards, one rushing TD, and a two-point conversion in four games. That's not going to get it done. He's just fortunate. He's got great players around him. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I 100% agree. Uh, Yeah, no-brainer. All right, next. Gooby and I, uh, we cheer for this guy every week. Mm-hmm. Dak Prescott. He's on the fringe. He's on the fringe for me. I don't think he's elite yet. He's playing outstanding. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but I think his defense is really helping him out. And the way Zeke played last week, 
Yeah, he's on the fringe for me. I'd say it's about a 75% uh, yay for me. Maybe a 60, but I don't know. Uh, 75 to 60. Yeah. That's a, such it, a drop. It is a drop because, again. That's not encouraging, buddy. We're not sure. We're, I'm, I'm still like I'm still not sure. Uh, so he, Like I said, 75% uh, completion rating, one, 1,066 yards, throwing 10 TDs, two, two INTs. So, yeah, I don't know. Kev, what do you think? Um, I'm gonna, I would say he's elite. Okay. Look what he did. Um, look what he did last year before his ankle went down. He was on for historic pace, and he played well the season before that. And now he comes back, and he's playing like he never had an injury. And if you're going to say Kyler Murray's elite, he has more touchdowns than Murray, but less interceptions. True. So in terms, yeah, I, yeah, I can definitely say Dak's elite. And it really shows how much he commands that offense. When he's yeah. on, when he's on, like the difference between him and Andy Dalton, or basically it'd be like any other quarterback that when when Dak went down to when he's playing, it just shows how much that offense relies on him. Like look at Zeke last year, absolute joke. Now Zeke's now Zeke's finding his uh his stride again, it's and that's what the confidence of that's what the confidence of Dak being there and knowing what to do. Okay, you convinced me. It's crazy when you have a real leader on the field, what you can do. Uh, well, we all agree here. Well, most of us. Next, Joe Burrow. I would have to see more. I love his leadership. And I would say if he didn't go if he didn't go down in his rookie year, I would probably say that he's on the elite side, but I I, I think I just need to see a little more from him. I need to see him win a primetime game in dramatic fashion that's not against the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I agree. Um, was he at 73% completion, uh, 988 passing yards, nine touchdowns, four interceptions. Uh, I agree with the leadership and everything like that, but I think it right now it's just like, he's still technically, you know, playing from last year. Right. So like, He's still got to build that confidence in himself to be that elite quarterback that we know he can be. He'll be there one day, but I agree with the whole leadership aspect. He reminds me of Joe Montana. Oh, yeah. Just the way he he runs that offense and his confidence and he's cool and collective. And just like Dak, he actually looks better, too, after an injury. So he's going to be there one day. And granted, his injury was worse than Dak's. Like, I'll yes. say an ACL is worse than an ankle any day. Uh, but uh, are we saying like an ACL is? No, little- no, I'm not. I'm not comparing injuries, but okay. like we've seen, we've seen guys like look at um, Robert Griffin the third. Right, he went down with his ACL, LCL. He He's career insane. over. You know yeah. what I mean? But they so, also mishandled that too in Washington, where they. Oh, I'm not. Yeah, them. yeah. If you want to get into it, Michael Shanahan ruined. I think Michael Shanahan ruined his career. Absolutely. He should never have played that. Um, that played playoff that playoff game. game. Nope. All right. Now next on the list, my favorite quarterback right now, Justin Herbert. Yeah, I think um, he he had a really good rookie season. He was. Um, a little slow off the start, but then after week three, after he lost to you guys, he found his stride, and he is just lighting it up. I like to see more to actually be like a certified, yeah, uh, you're an everyday starter for fantasy wise, like he is right now. But um, I would say he's, he's on the he's low. My he's on the low. <laughs> I know, but like in terms of like a like an absolute monster in QB, you know what I mean? Like the Mahomes, like that kind of area, you know what I mean? I think he's getting there. Yeah, uh, that's what I mean, I think he's on the verge. Yeah, he's he's getting there. Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. No, I was saying goobs. What okay, yeah. So I, I think he's he's coming up. I think it's kind of like the Burrow situation for me. I need to see just a little bit more out of him. Uh, he's sitting at sixty nine completion uh, percent, uh, one thousand one hundred seventy eight yards, nine touchdowns, three interceptions. Yeah, he he's there. Um, I don't. Okay, so I haven't watched a lot of his games. Is he a very mobile quarterback? 
No, he he's like the standard. He can move, he but move he's the standard. He can move, back. but yeah. So I think that's going to be a slight downfall to him with the new hybrid quarterbacks. But I said slight downfall. Don't be shaking your head. Um, but yeah, no, he he's he's on his way. He, he's he's there. He's you're just, both he, you're both wrong. He's already elite. He won offensive rookie of the year, and he's just lighting it up right now. He's elite. Uh, who passed up on him in that draft? Because whomever did should be shaking their heads right uh, now. The, the Dolphins. Yeah, for Tua. Ugh, yeah, <laughs> you might want to reconsider that. One. All right. I like to see how he does in the like with a like a big playoff game or something like that. But yeah. uh, I, I like him. I like it's watching him play. He's he's good. Um, I just won't. Good. I won't put him in that that first tier though. Not yet. He'll be there. All right. Next on the docket. Derek Carr. No, absolutely <laughs> not. No, nah, like you know what? He, the Raiders team as a whole, sucked out a couple overtime wins, and you saw what Herbert and the Chargers did to them on Monday night. They torched them. Mm-hmm. There is no way he's elite, or that team's elite. No, not a chance. And Derek Carr, historically throughout his career, has been an average QB that can has a big arm, but not really accurate. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, I think this is our most seasoned quarterback on this list. And yeah, it's just it's a, an average for him. Like he's just he's not that elite quarterback that they need. Uh, 64 for this year, uh, 64 completion percentage. Uh, he has the most yards uh, passing at uh, 1,399 yards, eight touchdowns, three interceptions. But I just I don't see it in him to be that elite quarterback that Oakland needs, or I guess not Oakland anymore, is it? Vegas, Vegas. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I, I still get this. I still say San Diego, man. Yeah, I still say <laughs> I still say Sky. Oh wow, I still yeah. say say Sky Dome. So oh yeah, you no, it's always Sky Dome, man. It's always yeah. Sky Dome. Anyways. You can't be elite when you shrink in the in the moments, and yeah. he shrinks yeah. when the moments count. So yeah. that's a no for me too. All right, uh, the QB you just picked up, Gooby, off the wire. That's why I'm shaking my head. Yes, Sam Darnold. Uh, no, just to your your last point, you can't shrink in the moment. He had a big moment against Dallas, and he got torched, or the team yep. got torched. But, but would you uh, say it's because he didn't have his best player? I or think that was matter? a big part of it. No, I think him I, having I, that. I, mean, I was gonna say you already said that. You already said. I mean, you kind of discredited our win because they didn't have McCaffrey. So if he had McCaffrey and he had won, would you have changed? Would your mind, would you be changing uh, your mind? No, it wouldn't be. No, nope. uh, he had a lot of uh, garbage years. Like, granted, it was with the Jets. But you know what? If you're an elite quarterback, if you have that, like you should show promise. doesn't matter what system you're in. Like look at uh, Deshaun Watson. He didn't really have anything when he started. And now everyone's saying he's elite. But Sam Darnold's not elite. He's having he a Hopkins. good, huh? He had Hopkins. Yeah, best okay. Wide receivers in the league. He wasn't the best then. Yeah, JJ and I guess Watt he had too. DeAndre Johnson too. And JJ Watt. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I think he is on the verge, like Burroughs. Uh, Sam Darnold. I think he will. I'm just. Uh, you gotta give him a a few more weapons to deal with because yeah. right now his wide receiver core is not elite at all. I don't know, um, man. DJ Moore looked pretty awesome. He's looked great good, this but season. Do you, do you call him an elite wide receiver in the NFL right now? Top 15? He could. Yeah. I'd say he's a top 15 right now. Look at his numbers. He's top 15 right now. He's top 15. Anyways. Uh, yeah, no, I, I say he's on the verge. He's he's got a little ways to go. Um, I'm glad to see that. I, I like Sam Darnold. He's he's always played with a lot of heart, uh, just on the yeah. wrong team. And, I like him uh, too. I think I would like to answer this question at the end of the season if he can if he's still consistent because four games and you're three and one doesn't show me that you're elite when you have three or four seasons of crap. You know yeah. what I mean? I think I think yeah. the three or four seasons though was just the team. <laughs> oh well, he did have James and Crowder. 
Is he still good? I dropped. Is he still good for Trey Bait Gooby? I dropped him. Yeah, exactly. That answered that question. Uh, he does have five rushing TDs. That's pretty remarkable. I think he yeah. has the most rushing TDs uh, in the league. In the league right now, yeah. I'll give him that. Uh, so good for uh, him. Well, I agree with you guys. I think he'll always be like middle of the pack QB. I don't think he'll get to that echelon. I said, I said he's going up. I don't think so. So you agree with Kevin? I do. All right, last last on the list, nope. Ryan Tannehill. He, he showed he showed it last week. No, like uh, an elite quarterback can play with anybody, and he showed it losing to the Jets with without your two star wide receivers. Yeah, a wide receiver will help, but I mean, any any court, elite quarterback can do with mediocre and beat the Jets. So. I don't even need to go over his stats. He's no, he's not. Elite. Yeah, no, I agree. And I, and I like Tannehill's story. He was dying in Miami. Then they released him and not dying, but like he was not playing well in Miami. They released him, comes in as a backup in um, Tennessee, wins comeback player of the year. And then he finally gets his weapons. And uh, <laughs> you know, what? I'm, laughing. I'm uh, not even going to get into it. <laughs> yeah, no, I know, I know. Um, he finally gets his weapons, and then they're sh- so far they're two and two with a very, very mediocre. They're very mediocre, and I agree with your point. If you want to be considered elite, I don't care who you're throwing it to. You make, you will your team to at least be competitive. And yes, you lost in overtime, but it was the Jets. Yeah, like come on, Jets. Yeah. I thought the Texans were going to be the worst le- worst team in the league, but it's either the Jets or the Lions. And I would probably put it on the Jets because the Lions have been in games where the Jets have, outside of their win, they've been just dummied. You want to put the Jags in there? I would put the Jags down there. Yeah, yeah, I'd put the Jags too. But I don't know, man. I, think- I don't know. Houston didn't put up any points last week. <laughs> yeah, that was, a, <laughs> that was a crushing defeat. Yeah, was it 40 to nothing? 40 yeah, to nothing, ever- yeah. Ever since they lost Tyrod, they just have not been able to score much. They they destroyed my uh my pro my pro line. Well, it sounds like yeah. a you problem. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not picking a 17 and a half point difference. You just don't bet on that. You, you or, do when it's in Buffalo. Or you do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, yeah, moving on. We got uh, we got Boomer Bust here, and um, I'll start her off. Uh, I'm going to go with a bust, and I'm going to go with Josh Gordon. Um, he's a bust for this week, but if you're heavy and wide receiver and you can stash him on your bench, I would keep him to see what he does in KC. Don't don't read it too much into the, into the report saying, oh, he looked amazing, he was so impressive, and blah, 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 blah. He is his first NFL game in nearly two years. He's not going to do anything. He might get a couple catches, if that. Yeah. Or just uses a decoy. But having having said that, later on down the season, I can see him being more of a factor because in Seattle, he had to fight with DK and J, uh, and Lockett. This, he just has to fight with Tyreek Hill for those big, for those big, and he's a big play guy. So this week, bust for sure. I can't see him having a big game. But later on down the road, if you can afford to have him on your bench, maybe look at him in a few weeks from now. But this week, definitely a bust. I, I agree. Uh, I, th- I still think he's sitting on the waiver wires in our league. I don't think anybody really is going to touch them or touch. That him. said, I picked him up for on my way. He's, he's stashed on. He's stashed on my bench. Because <laughs> well, we all you did know say what, later on in the in the season he might be a good pickup. Um, so kudos to you if uh, he becomes a good player. But at the moment, for the next five weeks, I say no. Yeah, five that's weeks, okay. Yeah, that's yeah, I, uh, I agree with you, boys. Not only is he fighting with Tyree Kill, he's fighting with Travis Kelsey. So there's but the security blanket too. Deep, the only thing about that is Kelsey's not a deep threat. Yeah, and but if you saw Josh Gordon in New England, he looked like he was uh, in quicksand. He could barely move. Yeah. And yeah, he looks great now. But like you said, it's been two years since he's played. I'm just waiting for him to fall off the wagon again. And I don't root for it. But it's going to happen. You know this. 
when you you have problems and demons, you can't deal yeah. with it uh, on a temporary basis. It's got to be permanent. So I just don't think football and him mesh. He's a waste of time, and he's going to be a bust going forward. Yeah, right. he's a waste of time and a waste of talent. Um, yeah. so if that's the case, if he gets if he gets hit again with another suspension, waste of talent because he excuse me he is an arguably a, a wide receiver one when like his times in Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah. No, I but, get it. I get yeah. it. Um, Who you got, Gooby? All right. Well, we've said this guy's name a lot uh, on this podcast, so I'm gonna stick with it. Uh, Sam Darnold. Weird for me to say this, but I think Sam Darnold is going to be a boom for the next foreseeable future at the moment. Uh, Even with his first loss of the season last week, he put up the most fantasy points he's done all season. In total, this man's put up 119.65 points, putting him seventh in fantasy QBs. Now, I know his name might scare you. But with his next five matchups playing some of the worst teams in the NFL and some of the worst defenses in the NFL, mm. like the Eagles, the Vikings, the Giants, the Falcons, and the Patriots, this man's going to ball out for the next at least foreseeable future five weeks. What are your thoughts? I agree with you. And he's he's the type of boom that like clogs your toilet. What You know what you usually do after a fajita and taco night. Right. Look for him as numbers to to soar. Probably not in the forty range, but he'll be like a nice average twenty five to thirty. He's got yeah. weapons around him, and once McCaffrey comes back, look for those numbers to increase even more. So he's a boom in my book. Um, it depends who you have. Like obviously, he's still on your waiver wire. Well, not yours because you picked him up. But like, if you're gonna tell me if you're in a pinch, you need a quarterback. He's a boom. But if you're going to tell me you're going to start him over a premier quarterback, like a Stafford, a Mahomes or someone like that, <laughs> like, no, like I am not going to trust Sam Darnold over a Matthew Stafford, Kyler Murray, a Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers. Like I, you, I, there's no way I'm doing that. Justin but, Herbert. Justin I, Herbert I, I got a question though. Jack <laughs> Prescott. If one of your quarterbacks, I'm trying to see you, who does uh, the, the Rams play this week? They play tomorrow. They play Seattle. They play Seattle. Okay, so I'd rather, yeah, I would start them. But say Stafford or Mahomes. I not Mahomes because no one fucking benches Mahomes unless you're an idiot. Well, <laughs> you know, like uh, anyways. Very, unless, unless it's a very let's just like an over variable favorable matchup for the KC. Okay, so KC. I'm gonna, I, I, I want to against put, the Jets. I slowly <laughs> want to put this in perspective. Say you have someone who's like Dak Prescott or something like that, who's playing a hard knock defense. And you see Sam Darnold's playing the Eagles, the Vikings, the Giants, the Falcons, and the Patriots. Would you start Sam Darnold over Dak Prescott if Dak Prescott's playing a elite defense? It's, see, I don't know. I, it's hard for me to roll with. The, it's hard. It's hard for me to not roll with the people that got me to where I'm at. So, um, if I if I go all season and I got, say Stafford just killing it, and then I'm like, oh wait, this week Dartle may have a better matchup. I still have to roll with Stafford. That's just me though. Okay. You know what I mean? If Stafford's like, I'm just using Stafford because I have Stafford as well on my team. Yeah. Um, if he's winning me games. I'm not going to not start him. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, Malk, who you got for your boomer bus? I'm going to go a little back in time here and uh, let's talk some AJ Green. Looks like the AJ Green of old. I'm going to label him as a boom. Uh, last week he had 67 yards and a TD. He has 36.8 fantasy points this season. He seems to be Kyler's safety blanket. He scored over 10 the last three uh, I, I like his dynamic. I like that he is the second or sometimes third, but he just seems to be open right now. So for those reasons, I'm going to label him as a boom. I can agree with that. Um, AJ Green, he's always been a, you know, great wide receiver in Cincinnati. I think he just needed a quarterback to throw to him. And I think he's he's going to he's going to come into his own. Uh, I agree, man. Boom. 
I, you know what? I, I'm looking at his stats right now, and I'll agree with you to an, ex, to an extent on where you have him. Like, where are you slotting him? Are you slotting him into the flex? Slotting He's him a flex. In, I have him in, okay. the, in my flex spot right, right now. So, okay, yeah. Then then I'll label him as a boom because, you're yes, you're relying on his points, but it's not like your big wide receiver no. one. No, um, he's not a one or a two. He's just like a the only spot, just magic. Yeah, the only knock I can see with AJ Green is there's so many weapons on Arizona that he may go quiet for a couple a couple weeks and then he may explode again. Like it might be Kirk getting it or DeAndre Hawkins should go off at some point. But I like AJ Green. He's having a big bounce back year. I think last year on. Um, on your guys' podcast with, with Cincy, I was labeling him like he's done, like get him off your team and stuff like that. So I, I'm always happy when another when he when player uh, starts playing well again, regardless of um, his situation. But uh, you can tell he was done in Cincinnati, or like he couldn't get the separation. That might have been because of the QB play, but um, it's nice to see that he's having a bit of, res- of resurgence. But it might also be because. Uh, He's under the he's not under the microscope as he was in Cincinnati. So, I, I, he's a boom. Yeah, I agree with you. He's a boom if he's your uh, wide receiver three or flex. But anything more than that, he's a bit of a bust. But um, if he's in your flex spot, yeah, start him. All right, all right. That's what I got him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, everybody's favorite and final segment of the show: Tooney bets. Uh, I'll go first. I got the Browns. Over the Chargers. Yay, nay. Who's the home team? Uh, I think the Chargers. I'll then take nay. the Chargers. I take nay. the Chargers. Nay. Uh, I like my I, I, I like my bold predictions. Uh, Melky, you also like you? being you also like being wrong. So uh, <laughs> to be fair, Gooby, that's a hard toonie bet to take. So I appreciate that uh, that risk there. Yeah. Thank you. At least someone appreciates my bold predictions. <laughs> Melky, who you got? Someone well, easy? Of course, I go for the sure <laughs> thing. And also taking this as my suicide pick, we're going with the Tampa Bay Bucks over the Miami Dolphins in Tampa. Brady's back on track. I see this as a demolishing message that we're still the NFC champions and Super Bowl champions. Take notice. They're back. Big win. Let's go. Yeah, that's a, well, that's a bit of a sure thing. Um, <laughs> Dude, I want that pot, man. <laughs> Jeff, who you got? Oh, I got the Rams bouncing back Yeah, at Seattle tomorrow night. All right, all right. And uh, I got Jesse on the line here, and he's going to tell us our tuny bets. Hello, everybody. Ball here again for another week of Tooney Bets. I just want to say I'm pumped to listen to this week's episode because their guest Kev's actually going to bring a little bit of class and professionalism to that show. <laughs> My Tooney Bet for this <laughs> for this week is the Sunday Nighter. I'm going the Bills at KC, and even though KC just came off a win against a very shitty team, yes, I know, ha ha ha. Buffalo's going to actually take the win, go to 4-1, and one, um, and KC's going to lose and go under 500. There's going to be some questions. Everybody's going to overreact. Uh, that Bills defense, they pretty much lead in every category, and I just think that they're on a roll right now, so they're going to win. KC's going to lose. That's my tuning bet. Can't wait to listen to Kev's and maybe your guys as well. Peace. There you go. There you have it. I actually like that. I like that one a lot. That's a good if, pick. That's a really if good KC pick. loses, is it time to worry? Not on the offensive side of the ball, but I'd worry about their defense. I'd start drafting some defensive players quickly and maybe well, make some trades. Well, you can't draft and, anymore, but yeah, trade. No, I mean signings. like next year. Next year. But I, don't, yeah. I can I can see them. Um, I can see that contract from Mahomes like handcuff them hard going forward. Oh, it definitely will. Because yeah, but, for like for, for premier defenders. Yeah, but he seems like the type that would do anything for the organization. So yeah, that's a big contract, but there are ways around it. Look what Brady does to get good players. Yeah, in. well did Brady get a five hundred million dollar contract in his third <laughs> year? I don't well, think so. Well Brady's also forty three, so I don't think he was gonna get that anyways. 
Sure. <laughs> no, but it'd be interesting to see if it comes to that, what Mahomes would do. Um, because to be fair, like I love I love watching Mahomes. He's like even though he's in uh, in my that division, underhand pass that was ridiculous. Like he really hasn't faced much diver- or much adversity in his entire NFL career. So the only real adversity that he's ever faced was losing to Brady in the a- a- AFC Championship. Yeah. So and the Super um, Bowl and, the, and Super Bowl. the Super Bowl. But I'm like I'm just I'm just saying like historically like. He really had like this is probably the most his Chiefs team is facing the season so far. And if Buffalo can get that monkey off their back and beat them, it'd be interesting to see what happens. But like to your point, I wonder if he would restructure his uh, his contract. That'd be interesting to see if he would do that. He already yeah. has. He did it earlier. I don't know what the the numbers were, but he uh, tweaked it a little bit for them to get um, was it Tooney the um, the center. Oh, really? On, okay. on the offensive line. So I think he's a team guy. He's a team first guy. He oh, no, I love him. I love, I, I love, I like, I love him in the sense of like, he's a great player, but like, you give him 500 mil and then they're like, ah, actually, we're going to, we're going to change this. We'll see what happens and see how much he's into that contract. Well, but they can give him bonuses too, right? Like stuff they can. Yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. know how the, you know how finicky the NFL is. But yeah. anyways, boys. Another solid week, another solid episode. Kevin, thank you for joining us. Thank you for taking yeah. it like a man. Thank you for that virtual 20 you owe me. Wink, wink. And also, <laughs> thank the you. The virtual 20? The virtual 20 is uh, your Ravens getting, st- or sorry, your Broncos getting stomped. No, no, we never bet on the, the yes, Ravens we, thing. We bet oh, on. We, oh, we'll oh bet here on. it goes. No, no, no. no, no, no. no. Go we, to the chat. Bet go, on, to the chat. Um, go to the chat. We, we did bet on the Broncos going four and four. Yeah, and we also bet on that game too. Oh, we did. Chat. If we did, I'll I'll, I'll believe you. I just, <laughs> well, I just, just hold on to was... it when you come back, and you know you can, okay. you can give it to me. All right. All right? <laughs> and Bob, thank you, Bob, thank you for that six pack as well. For uh, you seem to like take Kevin's side, and it's screwed you <laughs> over. And you're still eating I have those like sour. Back in the chat, man. Well, you know what? He's still eating those uh, sour grapes because um, he's still not over the uh, Eagles. You know being barbecued by our cowboys gooby yes, for anything you want to add before we go uh no i'm just happy to be here i'm happy to have kevin on the podcast even though he is a broncos fan uh i enjoy it i i enjoy having you guys on i enjoy having Ba do his tuny bets yeah man i, I can't wait for next week kev Ke- tell tell the tell um, the audience what's that tell them something tell the audience something anything oh, what are you up to um Last time I checked, um, champions aren't aren't won in the first four weeks of football. So for y'all, you Dallas fans out there, fucking relax. And last time I checked, the Cowboys are the bigger D in the NFL. That's okay. Same record. Uh, when do we play you guys? November seventh. And that's what week eight. Week, I don't know. Okay. No, it well, would be week eight. It put your money eight. where your mouth is, Kevin. Oh, there's big oh. money in this. And you and Ba will be on that edition the the prior week leading up to that. Not leading the prior the week, leading, leading up to the game you guys will be on there. It'll be a war. I can't wait. And we'll finally see who the bigger D is, even though it's the Cowboys, in the NFL. On that note, this is Melky. That's Gooby. That's Kevin. Thank you for joining us. Take Ciao. care, guys. Appreciate Peace. it.